Turn your Bible, please, to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. God has been so good to all of us at Glendale. We've had our nose dives, but we also have had a lot of victories. To God be the glory. So glad to see Miss Nellie Atkins here tonight. She's been a blessing to our church a long, long time. You know, uh, the authors of our scripture are very, very important. In our Sunday school lesson this morning, we learned that the largest part of the New Testament in volume was written by Luke. He wrote the book of Luke and the book of Acts. As far as the number of books or letters, the apostle Paul wrote most of those. And Paul had an amazing salvation experience on the road to Damascus. He never got over it. He gave his testimony over and over and over again. Then God used him to give us a glimpse of what, what went on at the first Lord's Supper. First Corinthians chapter 11, beginning with verse 23. For I have received the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you, this too in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, you show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily. That's an adverb. It doesn't mean that people that drink it and eat it are unworthy. Talk about how you do it. If you do it in an unworthy manner. He should be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep.
Now, that's a very difficult judgment, Lord. Here in Glendale, we observe the Lord's Supper once a quarter. Some churches observe it every Sunday, some once a month, some once a year. The Bible doesn't tell us how often, though it says in the early church, they seem to observe it each Sunday. The point is, when you observe it, observe it in a worthy manner. And he shows us how to do that. He says that every man examine himself. Now, we examine ourselves in two or three ways. Number one, are we sure we're trusting Jesus as Savior? That's the most important thing. No one should observe the Lord's Supper and take of the cup and the bread who is not saved. It has nothing to do with saving you. It's not a sacrament. It doesn't help you get to heaven. It doesn't have anything to do with your salvation. It has to do with remembering what Christ did for you individually. So the first thing is examine ourselves are we sure we're saved? Secondly, are we walking with the Lord? Are we serving Him? Is our life above reproach? God has given us some great men at this church Many of them have served as deacons. I think of the man who helped organize our church many, many years ago, 55 years ago. Matter of fact, 57 years ago. He was a deacon in First Baptist Church. He felt like there needed to be a church in this area. He took a census. He found Joe Tao and Lee Kennedy or three others, 19 people met together and formed a basis of Glendale Baptist Church. Lee Kennedy was our first convert. He served as Sunday school director for 23 years. He served on and on till one day God took him home. I think V.A. Carpenter E.A. Carpenter was one of the great men of God. Thank you, Lord, for him. Brother Carpenter helped us start the Glendale Chapel, 1960. Then when Glendale Chapel became Victory Baptist Church, he held dual membership. He stayed there, but he's also a member of Glendale. His funeral was held here. Our gardeners with the Lord, one of God's great men. God's given us some wonderful men. I think of Joe Kitchens. Brother Joe has been a blessing to our church 
so many, many areas, over and over working, and long time he cooked, served his supper on Wednesday night. He cleans the work week by week. I think of Bill Compton. Bill's been a wonderful blessing to our church. He directs the handbell choir, and God has used him to teach Sunday school. This young man right over here was saved in Bill's class, weren't you? He's in Louisville studying at college. He's God's called him to missions. God used Bill Compton to reach him for the Lord. I think of B.C. Wimpy. B.C. is very sick in the hospital right now. Pray much for him. He has a life-threatening illness. Pray for God's hand on this dear man. B.C. has stuck by the church through the years. You won't believe this. At one time, he taught in our college department. We had 60 or 70 college students. B.C. and Dr. William Rallett taught in that class. Thank the Lord for B.C. He has been an industrious man and stood by our church all through the years. I think of Lonnie Cook. Many of you do not know Brother Lonnie very well. Brother Lonnie has been on every major building program we've had. He's been involved not just in advice, but in skill. He's been right there working at it. He's fixed more things in this building than you could take a stick at. God has used him over and over and over again to touch people's lives. He's been a blessing to all of us. I think of Chris Mansfield. Brother Chris is working out of town right now. Else he'd be here. Brother Chris is greatly involved in our school life. A lot of times, he's helped to clean the school. At one time, Chris was in an auditorium Bible class. He was brought to Glendale through a young man that was saved here, Brother James. And Chris taught our Sunday school class, young adult department, and for many years directed our choir and directed our singing. I think of James Miller. James one of the greatest men in our church. You look outdoors and see the fence that's painted silver. James did that. He had another one of our men. Many times I've seen him working around the building, doing different things. Often he goes soul winning and God has used him in a tremendous way. I think of Bill Phil Brent. Phil helped lead 
our early missions to Mexico. He drove the bus, he was our chief cook, he did everything imaginable down there in Mexico. He was a great soul winner. God has used these men. To God be the glory. Each of these has served our church as a deacon. Thank God for our deacons. Thank God for God's goodness to us. Now, each of these men has passed this exam. Let a man examine himself. Be sure you're saved. Be sure you're walking with the Lord. Be sure you agree with the doctrines of the New Testament. Now, I'm a Baptist by conviction. In my early life, I was a Methodist. My grandfather was a Methodist Bible teacher. My grandmother was a Methodist. Her funeral was in the Methodist church. It was at that Methodist church that I first sensed my need to become a Christian. When I got saved, I became a Baptist. Why? Because that's what the New Testament teaches. I believe the New Testament teaches we're saved by grace through faith. We're saved eternally, not just for a few days, or a few weeks, or a few months, but forever. There's a hell to shun and a heaven to gain. And it matters how we live. Separated Christian living. Ladies and gentlemen, we're getting away from that. Having the idea that a Christian can do anything anybody else can do. I want to warn you, that's true. A Christian can do anything that anybody else will do if you do not keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your knees bowed before the Lord and keep your eye in the Word. It's a very dangerous time. So many are going the way of the world. They're singing the hop-cop songs of the world. They're going to theaters and movies. And I want to warn you, that's not wise. You feed yourself on the theater, and pretty soon, that's what you want to be like. We'll be like those movie actors. That's not wise. Come out from among them and be separate. Let every man examine himself. So as we come to the Lord's Supper tonight, let me encourage every one of us to examine himself. First, are you saved? Do you know Christ personally as your Savior? Secondly, are you walking with him? Thirdly, if not, would you begin tonight to come to him, trust him as your savior, begin walking with him? Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you for God's goodness.
pray that tonight someone would come to Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand, turn your hymn book. 157, Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, but Jesus washed it white as snow.